Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, a podcast where we talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including some new news regarding a certain thing that may be dropping in the future, you know, and just everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I'm one of your hosts, Joel, and with me, as always, is... Oh, sorry, I'm I'm drinking fanboy tears. It's Kevin. Uh, and we will certainly dive into the many, many reasons why that would be the case. Um, Mm -hmm. because we've got a lot, a major news drop occurred. It's very exciting. We finally got a date for a certain thing. We will discuss that very shortly. But before we do, we're going to take a moment to talk about the WGA and SAG after strikes that are currently ongoing and have Mm -hmm. been happening for over a hundred days now. Um, because a lot of people have probably heard about it, especially in relation to things like what we're going to talk about, um, because it's put the whole kind of Hollywood structure in a weird flux. Um, for mm-hmm. those who aren't aware, what this originally started as a strike by the WGA, which is the Writer's Guide of America, which is the guide mm-hmm. that or the union essentially that represents all writers within Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. And the main ask that they're really kind of pushing amid hundreds of others but the main ask is that the writer's guide of america would like for the writer's room to be officially established that you have to have 12 people in a writer's room and that they have to be contracted for the entire run of the show Um, because Mm -hmm. as streaming has become more popular as uh, studios have begun looking at ways to cut costs they've been targeting writer's rooms and having them like come on with half the amount of people that would normally be on a show writing for a shorter amount of time and being released really quickly without having a writer throughout the entire production of a show, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, This also dives into like uh, revenue and like uh, how much writers are being paid as well, because as streaming has become more popular as this new frontier has been gone on uh, companies have been making a lot of money, but that has not been trickling down to the artists that are a part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when SAG-AFTRA also joined them in solidarity and, tri- and decided to strike as well, there are a lot of concerns that SAG-AFTRA has as well, which, you know, revolve around AI, the use of scanning people's likenesses, um, do just basic pay. Um, and I know a lot of the criticism of this is a lot of people are like, well, these people are well paid, and that is not true for everyone. No. Uh, there are a lot of working class actors, working class writers, that are not multi-millionaires and need this to change, need this change to occur. Um, and right now, the WGA and SAG-AFTRA are currently in negotiations with the AMPTP, which is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which mm-hmm. uh, I've learned recently is not actually a like the studios themselves. It's lawyers for the studios that are talking to the unions. Um, mm-hmm. And pretty much all the lawyers can do is give them what the studios say they want to offer. And if they say, no, we don't want to take that. Then the writer, the AMPT key goes, no, can't accept any changes. Um, So it's a weird cycle. And until the studios wise up and give the writers and actors, the pay they rightly deserve and give them the concessions that they deserve, especially in this new landscape in this new streaming age, we're in a weird area because right now the SAG-AFTRA guidelines are that, Actors cannot promote new works. Even Mm -hmm. if they have something coming out right now, they are not allowed to promote it because that will generate eyes and attention towards the services that offer those and the studios that are selling them. Um, 
so what does that mean for podcasts like ours? Um, it's an interesting place to be in. It's kind of a weird place because the guideline is essentially this. If you can, please work in solidarity with the two unions that are striking, WGA and SAG-AFTRA, and don't discuss strike work. Mm-hmm. There is some wiggle room in the fact that, like, if you're a small podcast, like ours, for instance, um, you're not really going to move the needle on whether or not people go to certain services. So it's kind of negligible. negligible. But the main thing is, if you are ever planning to approach the SAG after union for, you know, a relationship or to be involved, this Mm -hmm. will be considered. (laughs) This will be taken to account. It will be a black mark on you and could potentially bar you from entry into those unions. Mm -hmm. So it's a thing to keep in mind. It's a thing to be aware of, especially as we talk about what we're coming up to and um, we will kind of get into more of why certain groups in the fandom are choosing to align themselves with it or to work in solidarity with these. We may touch upon that as well. I just wanted to kind of get that out at the front. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it was kind of all over the place. I'm trying, if if you're really looking for more information about it, there are plenty of podcasts out there that have already touched upon this. There are many interviews with writers that are currently striking with actors that are currently striking that can break this down better for you and help you understand why they're doing it and why it's important Mm -hmm. um, and what the current tensions of that are. So with that said, we'll dive into kind of our first topic, which is our first and only really uh, is cosmic fury. Uh, we've officially gotten a opening credits drop for it, along with a ton of information, cast reveals tied to this, and we have a date. Um, it will officially be dropping on September 29th. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say where, you know where, or you can find out, <laughs> uh, but it'll be yeah. dropping on September 29th. Uh, the opening sequence, the release date, and cast information were confirmed. And the main thing is Jacqueline Joe and David Yost will be joined the cast full-time as Fern and Billy, respectively. And Lord Zed mm-hmm. and his minions are shown off in a beautiful key art, and hints of Eltar and other long, long-running lore and nods will be happening throughout the show. Yeah. Um, so this kind of hit like a bomb <laughs> the it other did. day. Yeah. Uh, unexpectedly, just was on uh, Twitter or X or whatever it's called right now. <laughs> um <laughs> And then it was, it just was like a snowball of like, hey, you know, everyone's rewatching these opening credits to find the little details that are in it. Oh, hey, here's mm-hmm. an EW article that gives more context for things. Um, and it was just craziness. Um, but yeah. I guess we'll kind of start with what was your reaction, Kevin, when you first saw the video? I mean, I. I think the message I sent you when I sent it to you on Discord was pretty much my immediate reaction which was what the fuck in capital letters um or holy fuck it was one of the two um no i mean i yeah and i mean we we knew that information about this was going to be coming out at some point in the near future obviously um with it being you know power month and the anniversary coming up like we knew something was going to happen i know we we kind of kept pegging we were like oh they're going to put it on the anniversary itself probably um of course, we were wrong, and that's, you know, that happens. Uh, fans can be wrong about things. It's okay. Um, but, you know, I I think it's exciting. Like, I one of the things that is really fun is that we're getting, we've gotten the first full opening sequence. 
um and myself and other fans we were all like dissecting every single frame and every single second like i think <laughs> i've watched it probably 20 times at this point maybe more um and it's a lot of fun seeing like you know confirmation that fern is coming back and like we we kind of had a feeling based on some leaks and rumors like we kind of had a feeling she'd be coming back and so it's good to see her joining the main cast and what that means for the series because this is the first time you know we're having an active queer couple as a uh, on a main cast together like not just yeah. recurring um i think the shots we're seeing look really beautiful i think they're really pouring a lot into this um you know we see the dino fury suits um in their glory probably one last time uh and i think the craziest thing of course is david yost being back as billy like we we kind of figured we were like they've already got him down there they're gonna probably have him do a cameo yeah but no it's not a cameo he's full-time cast and he is the mentor <laughs> for cosmic fury like holy cow um yeah I don't think either of us thought that would have been possible. Honestly, yeah. we were hoping that we were hoping that David would come back, you know, and you know, we were hoping that he would bring, you know, the Mighty Morphin Rangers with him, and Char- of course Charlie, and you know, we, there's a lot there. But um, I, I think for the way things went down for David back in the '90s, and the way he was written off the show after having to leave, and you know, kind of like the controversy that surrounded all of that. I I feel like this is just such a triumphant moment for him and I am very happy for him. Like I, I I thought about that a lot after the reveal. I was like, Oh, this is like a big deal. So, um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Like you said, like you said, it, it, it it means a lot, not only because it's him coming back, but it's like a thing that we never would have thought was possible. Like, sure you you know once and always also is kind of the same it's like we never thought this thing was going to happen and so it's just really cool to be finally kind of getting these you know Mm -hmm. pie in the sky kind of thing you know (laughs) Um, yeah you know dreams of what it could be yeah well and also too like it's i i I think it's gonna really be so fitting because this is the 30th season and billy is the only character in mighty morphin that was in every single episode like david may not have been because of time travel shenanigans but billy was the only ranger in every single episode of all three seasons of mighty morphin and so if you had to pick somebody from mighty morphin to come back he's the best option obviously um and we kind of got to see a little bit of his like leadership and mentor mindset in Once and Always. And so we know that that's probably going to be extending into Cosmic Fury as well. So, Yeah, and what's interesting is Simon has confirmed this, that Billy being a part of Cosmic Fury was in the works before Once and Always was in the works. So it's kind of yeah. always been there. And so it's it's very, it's very cool. And I think they may be just like when they got David Yost to come back for Cosmic Fury, I was like, well, can we make this other thing really quick while you're here. Um, Yeah. Well, it's really cool. And it's really nice to have them have them done this. Um, Yeah. And I could just see like the writer's room being like, Oh, Hey, we've already got David here. David's like the one that's really hard to get. Yeah. (laughs) And then they figured that David could probably get Walter. And then they knew, they knew, you know, Catherine and and Steve would come back. So at that point, that's why they probably were like, yeah, let's make it happen. (laughs) Yeah, and and, so. and so this is also kind of to tie it back to what we were talking about earlier. This is where mm-hmm. kind of the SAG thing comes in because Power Rangers normally is non-union, uh, but in order to have David Yost come in, who is a SAG actor, 
you have to make yourself a union production. So Cosmic Fury itself will likely be considered a union production um, because mm-hmm. of this. Um, but uh, just to say, when I saw uh, the video, I actually saw it before you sent it to me. And I was oh, like, okay. well, wh- I assumed at first, I was like, oh, it's because, you know, the first shot of it is the end of uh, Dino Fury season two. Um, so I was like, oh, this is like a fan trailer. And then as I'm watching, I'm like, no, 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 this is this is real. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. uh. And then I saw your, uh, t- <laughs> what you sent me. And I was like, oh, okay, it's not fake. Okay. <laughs> you know all hands on deck we get you know time to freak out um but like you said there's just so much in this opening credits um the fact that it's the you know probably the last time we'll see the dino fury mm-hmm. scenes in full um there's the fact billy's there there's all the stuff mm-hmm. with the villains um there's the zord cockpits which are shown off um in a mm-hmm. quick glimpse uh and we get to see the fact that billy is piloting piloting one of these zords um mm-hmm. just uh craziness and i think uh yeah for me at least i think this was the thing i needed uh to get excited by it yeah yeah because so much of what we've been told so much of what we've been shown has been exciting but i think Mm -hmm. this was the thing to be like this is what it is this is what we're doing this is how far we're going this is the weird directions we're going to be able to take um, and obviously, we know because there are other suits that this is not the only credit sequence we're going to get. Yeah, and Simon confirmed as such. Like, there yes. are apparently multiple variations of it. So, um, I, I, you know what? For fun, let's just have it be a different opening every episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is funny that in a 10-episode series, they're going to change the credits multiple times. It's yeah. just kind of funny yeah. and fun. But I, well, I'm I mean, glad they're it, doing that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a given, like... I I saw someone comment and they were like, are they not going to change it or something? And I was like, Power Rangers has changed its opening like so many times over the years consistently. Of course they're going to change it. Like, yeah, c- come on, come on. Yeah, the Disney seasons love to spoil the big reveals in their opening credits half the time. <laughs> Be like, yeah, oh, look, tradition. that's a new suit we've never seen. Oh, that's a Megazord formatization we've never seen. Oh, that's a new Zord. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah Uh, yeah so well so thinking of like so obviously there's like the big picture like hype things like the things that are like super like we we want to shoot for the stars i want to know joel what would you what would be like your like minuscule thing that you're like if they did that that would make you smile or happy like background details or like wardrobe or you know set design like what's something that if you that you want to see like not big picture, but more like the like small details. Um, I just want Billy and uh, Solon to interact. That's kind of my, oh, my yeah. small thing. That's yeah. I, it, it will happen. I know it's going yeah. to, but I just want those two characters to interact. Um, yeah, I want, they will. <laughs> they will probably get along famously. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what Solon and Billy are like together because you know Billy's just gonna be like, yeah. oh. I'm used to a robot, but not a robot dinosaur. That's a new yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's kind I, of I, it. That... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, I feel like, too, like, I feel like Solon would be a fangirl around Billy. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. <laughs> like, she would probably do that. Um, it would be even funnier if, like, Solon had access to the Ranger archives and saw what happened to Alpha 8. <laughs> and if Solon's like, whoa there, buddy. 
That would also be like good dark humor, but we won't get that, obviously. So yeah, I, I my understanding is was is it Cosmic Fury takes place before Once and Always, right? So is... bits and pieces of Once and Always take place. It's like a so my understanding is like the opening scene, and I think Once and Always does take place before Cosmic Fury. Okay. I don't know. I, I forget the exact details. I'll have to look it up. But I, I feel yeah. like it's like a weird, like, parts of it take place before Cosmic Fury, and then parts of it take place, like, right before. Like, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, regardless, so, it, it's, you know, exciting. But, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll flip the question to you, Kevin. What is a minuscule thing you yeah. want, then, for Cosmic so Fury? So, it was, it was one of those things that I was sitting and thinking about, and I was like... Because I, I think the thing for me is I'm very excited for Miss uh, Jacqueline Joe to join us firm. Like, I think I, I think it's going to be really fun because, you know, we always we talked about when Cosmic Fury was first revealed and like when Simon first revealed that the cast was coming back, that, you know, they didn't have to, like, establish a new Ranger group. They didn't have to do all that. So I'm excited because I feel like Fern is going to be kind of like in the Charlie role from Once and Always where, like, she's the newest person of the team. She's the one getting, like... You know, she's the one that, like, if you didn't watch Dino Fury, like, she gets the, like, rundown of things. Um, and I was, as I was thinking about that, I was like, yeah, she's the newest member. All the team is returning. So I realized, I was like, I think what I would really love and appreciate in terms of attention to detail, and if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world, is the morph sequence. And, you know, one of the things that we caught during the beginning of Dino Fury where we were like, huh, that's really cool, was when the Dino Fury Rangers morphed you know zato and ion they like their morph sequence was like a standard ranger one but then the other rangers it showed them staring in amazement every single time they morphed um so i think what i would like to see is, is when the cosmic fury rangers morph like the core six they all are like they know what's going on but then like we get fern like reacting to her morph that would be fun that would be a nice I think that, like a little yeah. little storytelling in a in a really yeah simple way yeah, because I think that was one of my like favorite little like minor details from Dino Fury, so I would like them to continue that. Now, if it doesn't happen, not the end of the world, but, you know, just little things. So, speaking of the fern in the room, um, we... <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a well-known secret that she is likely an extra ranger in this season, but yeah. there is an interesting uh, curveball that was thrown at us. Um, because there's been a very specific color that she's been like, oh, this is what the one Fern is going to be. But in the yeah. opening credits, um, she is given a different color that is yeah. also a very potential ranger color. Uh, what yeah. do you think of this, Kevin? Are you leaning towards any one that you would want her to be more than the other? Uh, where Where is your head at as far as what her potential ranger color could be? I mean, it's a misdirect. It has to be. Like, we remember whenever we got the promo photos of Once and Always and they had Charlie and, like, the, the tie-dye, like, Photoshop? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I that's think it's a my feeling. That's my feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think Orange is the best bet. Um, I, I do think it would be interesting because we did see several prominent shots of the um, pink Zord, so that would be interesting if they did make her pink. Um but I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see what happens. I, I think orange would be fun because then we would get an orange ranger, like another one, um, but also like in the show itself. Although yeah. that gets dicey because some people, you know, like I, I want them to say like orange cosmic fury ranger. Like that's what I would like to see. Um, but yeah, I whatever happens, happens. I trust the team. So, yeah, I 
because there is technically <laughs> not to just be talking about rumors there is the rumor of another character potentially also being a ranger in the show i would be interested to see if maybe the new character they introduce is the orange ranger and then you give fern the purple powers mostly because i, I think it'd be fun to give fern the zord that is associated with that <laughs> uh, but i we'll mean have to see. that's fair uh, you know uh i am curious like what the new suits that we will clearly have to have for those colors will be um if they exist uh i'm i'm excited to see yeah it is interesting like you mentioned the pink zord the gold and silver zord are also there which is interesting well all nine zords are accounted for for q ranger i counted (laughs) like they're all there like the orange the scorpion zord is like a blink and you miss it moment but it's in there yeah um and those are the only Zords we have confirmation of so far. Like, we don't know if maybe the other ones will get into play somehow, but that's what we have so far. Yeah. And um, one of the speculations as far as gold and silver has been that, like, oh, Zeta will get both. That would he make will sense. Be, he would get gold and silver and that he can control both, which is, like, yeah. fine. Perfectly okay with. Um I do want to point out a thing that has been noticed by fans is in the cockpit shots that we've got, they have redesigned the um, Zord logos. Mm-hmm. So um, some of them are minor changes, but obviously for the uh, Swordfish Zord that is now a Shark Zord, they made it more of a shark mm-hmm. than a Swordfish, which like, fine, works for mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. You're covering your ground. It's there. As much as people want to complain about it, it's a Shark Zord now. Be- <laughs> You'll live. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah yeah uh, i am the thing i am excited about though is with the new cockpits like the fact that the mighty morphin blue ranger is sitting in one of those cockpits is just yeah amazing (laughs) it is yeah it's very much like it's one of those things that i think like it shows and you know i i think it's gonna be fun that billy is kind of serving as like their seventh range or their eighth ranger like yeah because, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen beyond episode one. Maybe Billy loses his powers. Maybe something happens. But, I mean, Billy is not going to just stand by and not fight. Like, he, if he has the opportunity to, he will. I mean, we that was part of his whole arc in Zeo. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I think it's going to be fun to see, like... And we don't know. We may... We, we don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's the crazier thing. Like, we have hints of what will happen. Like, but for all we know, we could... We could see other ranger suits appear. It doesn't have to just be, like, the actors. I mean, we could, you know, I, I know one of the popular ones I've seen is that based on the poster, Miranoi, that people think Miranoi is on the poster, which would line up with where Billy's going to be at from the end of Once and Always. Um, but, yeah. like, imagine imagine if, like, we get the scene of, like, Zed attacking and then, like, we see the Galaxy Rangers, like, yeah. in the distance fighting. Like, anything can happen. We don't know what's going to happen, but um i do know that i've taken i've already blocked my calendar off and i'm taking off work that day and you bet your bippy i'm gonna watch it at midnight <laughs> um so. i haven't quite committed to mine yet but I, I i may do the same uh but yeah so just to like dig in more i mean speaking of planets like i do think the one thing that's really interesting in having billy there is in theory mm-hmm. he knows the space like the kind of like outline of what the power ranger space world looks like because you know he spent time on aquatar he's you know very knowledgeable so he would be a great mentor to be like okay go here or we deal with this here um yeah we'd mentioned before whenever we were first talking about cosmic fury and just like the idea of it i am excited about the idea of just like 
yeah, throw planet names out. You know, have them go to a place and be like, this is Aquitar or this is Miranoi. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And at this point, if they look different than what they did 20 years ago, you can say 20 years past. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you don't have to get the exact thing. I mean, and some planets are going to be easier than others. For Onyx, you just get a filter over it. Like, yeah. Oh, so i want onyx i want onyx in this I, show so bad <laughs> i think i think we're i think we're gonna get onyx i i think onyx is going to happen um what other planets do you want to see explored given the point of the timeline we're at because assumingly this is 2023 in the power engine timeline um i wouldn't mind i mean we know as far as if once and always is in 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 play the trubian empire does exist i wouldn't mind there being some reference to that um, I kind of I want Aquatar, and very yeah. specifically, I want the villains that we've seen in this to be tied to Aquatar, because they're that, squids, and that would yeah work. Look, yeah. it's right there; it writes itself. It's like, hey, it they're weird. They're weird aquatic animals. Have them be from Aquatar. Have them be a thing that the like yeah alien rangers have been fighting, and that Zed has now recruited. Um, yeah, I would love. I want that so bad. Speaking of which, um, we do have a new villain, <laughs> um, at least a new design, it seems like, uh, of a squid creature. Um, I've seen people mm-hmm. trying to argue that it's two separate characters, but I think it is literally they, they made two faces. And that's what we're Simon actually, based on Simon's oh. verbiage, they're two characters. Because someone asked oh. Simon and he was like, they, these are, like he used they and these. So unless they are non-binary characters, which is also possible... Simon's wording made it sound like they were two characters. Interesting. Uh, so. But but they could be doing the thing from Q-Ranger, but with this suit instead of the other character yeah. suit and have them be different personalities. Yeah. Which, which is like, true, too. Fine. Um, it looks good. We do see the one Q-Ranger villain um, in there that's like the another squid creature. Uh we get a glimpse of Lord Zed sitting on a throne, and I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, but the other thing we get to see is the foot soldiers that Lord Zed will be using. Uh, what did you think of these, Kevin? I I think they're a fantastic choice. I mean, I think if we would have... You could have very easily just had Zed use putties, like... Yeah. And that would have been fine. I would have been okay with putties, let's be honest. Um... But I feel like in this instance, like, it really is a chance for them to highlight, like, Zed's vanity, which is sometimes, like, you know, he thinks he's amazing and, like, all of that. So I think it's going to be fun to see those foot soldiers in action because they do look very robotic as well. So I am am assuming that Zed went and got Scrozzle first thing and was like, you're going to make me robotic foot soldiers. And Scrozzle was like, okay, I'll make them look like you. Um... I, the question is though do they have an automatic blow up button that's all I, we need to know <laughs> i i hope they make a joke about it i i i kind of if 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 i know the writers because the writers do respect the lore and everything i would love and i think that's also stepping back real quick i think billy and zed going at it again is going to be a lot of fun i'm assuming we're going to get yeah. billy and zed fighting which will be really fun um I would love to see Billy like encounter the foot soldiers for the first time and like try to punch them in the obvious spot and then nothing happens. And I'd be like, well, that worked before. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I could see, I could see the writer's room like coming up with that idea very quickly. And I hope they did. 
Um, because that would be like a really fun gag that would fit into like the campiness of the show. But, um, no, I think they look, I think the designs look great. Like a lot of people said they look like Quantrons, which makes sense. Yes. Um, I, I'm interested to see where they go with that and go further. Cause we also have seen some Q Ranger foot soldiers, like the elite ones that weren't the grunts and track suits, um, that are appearing as well. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, I, so, also, not to leave from these very quickly, but yeah. I am upset that these are the helmets that mm-hmm. were in Simon's office that everyone got upset about. Oh, you, like, mean, you mean the picture that Simon posted with no context and we knew nothing of and everyone claimed that Simon and Power Rangers and Hasbro ruined their childhood and killed their pet? That one? Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, that huh. one. Uh, I, didn't re- I didn't realize. I never, huh. Yeah, I'm just like, mm, mm, I... I don't want to be like, y'all need to apologize, but also, y'all need to apologize and start learning to no. act right. Uh. No, they need to, apo- <laughs> they need to apologize considering we lost Andrew Lang and Zed for Cosmic Fury. I'm still mad yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, Which that's I, the reason I'm, why he left. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the Zed voice will sound like, who they will have recast them with. Um, uh, yeah. But I... We do know, so so kind of sticking with villains, I am curious, like, we we have heard, you know, they've said from the start that there will be returning favorites. Do you think there are more returning villains that we don't know about? And if so, who would you place your bet on? Um, I would place my bet on, and just for the pure chaos of it all, bring back Sledge. (laughs) I, I think we need Sledge one last time. Like, I, I would love to see Sledge come back somehow, some way. Who, who fucking knows? Um, okay, let's let's break it down. I mean, I'm thinking about too, like the fact that the Trubian Empire is out there. I, I don't know if the costume is still readily available. I mean, it would be fun to see Broodwing appear in some capacity, yeah. if possible. Um, I think that one would be a lot of fun. Uh, Grum appearing would also be interesting. My theory is for the season is that Zed is kind of like trying to play a dark specter role this season. Yeah. That's my theory and that they're trying to like build him up to be like the ultimate evil. So I wouldn't be surprised if Zed is going to go around and try and recruit villains and like get them together. Um, Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Like we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. So um, yeah. I mean, and we know like, um, Oh, mucus and slither are still out there technically. Yeah. So in theory, they can show back up. Uh, yeah. I there's no other like far fetched ones that I can think of that I really want them to like go for. Yeah. Uh, but I am <laughs> I am really excited about the potential of what they could bring back. I mean, if they bring back Sledge, it would make sense why a certain character that has been rumored could come back and fight them, uh, <laughs> which would be hmm. fun. It would be, uh, yeah. But also, I just want be... Sledge to say it's a bomb one last time. Like, that... <laughs> like, I, I want in the Jonathan Entwistle series, I want in that one, Sledge to be in that for no reason. <laughs> like, just bring Sledge I mean, back randomly. I wouldn't mind just putting Sledge and Poissandra in front of Zed and him just being like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Send them away. Yeah. Uh, the, on- the only other fun thing I think that could happen is... Um, if we see Goldar come back, like Goldar Maximus, because <laughs> the suit the suit still exists, like it didn't get yeah it it was used a couple of years ago. I'm assuming it's still there. So, 
I, I think that would be fun to see Zed like bring back Goldar. Yeah. And then get okay. Kerrigan to come back and voice him. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. If they could get him to come back and do Goldar just one last night and be like, come on, yeah. we got we got Barbara, we got Ricky, so <laughs> yeah. So that that would have been fun, but yeah. But we'll um, we will definitely see. Uh kind of any other thoughts on what we were shown, kind of what we saw in this kind of opening credit sequence. I mean I I, I think one of the things that like I keep thinking back to you know, I, not to go back to the fans being fans, you know, the girl, the girls are fighting (laughs) the doll, the dolls will be dolls as, as some say, um, or the action figures will be action figures. Uh, Simon, one of the things he's consistently been talking about online is that they've been listening to feedback from the fans and they've been trying to implement the feedback. Um, and I think one of the things that I didn't even catch or realize that someone mentioned was like, you know, this this is not the Go Go Power Rangers theme song for Cosmic Fury. It's an original yeah. song. Like, yes, it has elements of Dino Fury, but like it actually is like it, it feels very I actually do enjoy the song a lot. I enjoy the energy of it. And I it feels very much like a Mighty Morphin to Zeo situation in terms of theme song. Yeah. So I I'm excited about that. Yeah. I I'm curious to see how the Dino Fury suits get either destroyed or upgraded i'm excited to see how everything is going to go i i don't want it to end i i don't but (laughs) but i know at the end of the day like it's going to be something magical and i am i am so ready i'm so excited and it's going to be great yeah same um i do love the fact david coming back as billy also now makes the lightning bolt make sense on all the stuff yeah it's like of course we are connecting these directly to Mighty Morphin by having a Mighty Morphin mm-hmm. Ranger there. Um, I yeah. kind of love that now. In like, yeah, <laughs> I know it's May- the people's least favorite thing on the suit, but it's a thing that yeah. I'm like, okay, I kind of love that it's there now because yeah. it's like, okay, these things are connected. Yeah. Um, well, and the thing is, like, there was a year gap between the ending of you know the final battle of Dino Fury and then the ending of Dino Fury. For all we know, maybe this has been like a contingency plan that Billy's been working on. Like maybe yeah. he he knew of the Dino Fury Rangers and he's been working on Cosmic Fury powers for them. Yeah, that so could we, be. we don't know. See that? Yeah, anything can happen. Like I think that's the beauty of the time skip is that like they can can recontextualize things. Like, um, and you know, it's and it, it does remind me though. Um, we didn't really talk about one of the biggest reveals that Simon gave us mm-hmm. with Zed's location. Oh yes. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't get to talk about that. Um, so spoiler warning for those that haven't been keeping up with it. So you might want to skip ahead a few seconds or minutes, I guess. Uh, but Simon just casually, like not even like in a big reveal in the trailer and just a random side interview for entertainment weekly casually dropped that Lord Zed is going to put his base of operations, his evil fortress on Eltar and um, <laughs> yeah uh joel what do you think of the fact that zed is going to be operating out of uh eltar of all places i mean we'll finally get to see it on screen uh yeah we've never officially seen it i'm curious if we will see any eltarians or if that will get kind of hand waved uh, that's I... the thing I'm... yeah go ahead sorry I'll, I'll share my thoughts and then you can go ahead that's the thing i'm curious about because i'm like that is a challenge to do 
Mm-hmm. And I've also been like, it would be nice if maybe that extra ranger that we supposedly may be having was an Altarian. Would be really fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be. But but uh, what, what, what were you thinking? I, I do think we're going to see Eltarians. Um, I I would not be surprised if they are the Crystallians from Kara Major. You got blue skin suits right there. Come on, let's let's just let's do it for t- for totally not selfish reasons. Yeah, yeah, definitely no reason you would want that at all. Uh- <laughs> I mean, no selfish reasons at all. Um, but no, I no if they if they use Kara Major elements in Cosmic Fury, I will literally just scream and ascend. Like I I would I would just be dying honestly. Um, yeah. But no, I, I think it's exciting for me because, yeah, we get to see Eltar for the first time. I think that means that Zordon is going to come into play in some form or method. Um, because we remember, what was Billy trying to do? Yeah. Bring, bring back Zordon. Oh. So who knows? Maybe. I mean, we got Zed and Rita. They came back. So who knows? Maybe maybe they do succeed in bringing Zordon back at the end of the season. Who knows? But or- I also just really... Because for those of us that read the comics in recent years, Zed and Eltar has always been interconnected, but now it's even more so because of the reveal that Zed was um, Zafram. And I I just, I really want them, like, they don't have to say it outright, but they can, like, just say it, like, on a, on a like, subtle thing. Just go ahead and confirm that Zed is Eltarian. Like, let's get it. I, I want to see the fanboy tears flow. I, I want it. I want the chaos. Yes. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. It would, it would be really interesting. It would be really nice. And it also plays into kind of like Zed's whole thing, which is like his biggest like the thing that brings him joy more than anything is perverting a thing that exists. Yeah. So the idea of him going back to Eltar and taking it over and making it his base of where he will destroy the universe is very like in line with Zed's philosophy of how he operates. So I yeah. would really like that as like a character beat yeah. if they do confirm that he is also an Altarian. Yeah. You know, prior to being exploded by the Zeo crystal. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that would be a lot of fun and um yeah, it's a good time. It is for sure. Um, you know, we've only got to wait a month. Um my biggest well, sadness <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people are going to act real wild uh, as they already have begun to. Um, but, you know, I'm really excited. Um, the big thing to keep in mind, and we've already touched upon this, do not reach out to the actors about this. They cannot promote it. Yeah, None of them right now are able to pro- promote this. That yeah. goes from David Yost to Hunter to Chance to, you know, uh, Tessa you know, all of them, none of them can talk about this show right now because right. it will threaten their chance of being inside after later. Or if they're currently in it, it will affect their current membership. So mm-hmm. be aware of that. Know that that's going to occur. Do not reach out to them about this. They cannot yes. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. For once in your life, Ranger fandom, it's not about you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, you know, don't expect any kind of marketing from them. Don't expect any kind of posts about this. Don't expect anything. Um, until the strike is over, they cannot speak about this kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for any kind of marketing materials, you need to go to either Power Rangers themselves or, you know, where it is going to be airing. Uh, that's going to be where you're going to need to see the promotion from. So just mm-hmm. just kind of my call to the 
15 people that listen to us um yeah you know be aware of that yes but i am really excited i can't wait to see what happens in this what surprises await us um how everything unfolds um i just i can't i can't wait to see it Mm -hmm. Um, but agreed uh with that said, uh, that'll kind of wrap up our show for today. If you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on Twitter at MadeThePowerPod. Or if you want to send us an email, you can email us at MadeThePowerPod at gmail.com. Feel free to send us comments, suggestions, topic ideas, or let us know if you're interested in coming on as a guest host. We're happy to have other people come on and talk about things. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on most social media at ThespisPunk. And where can they find you, Kevin? You can find me on most social media at BridgeMT3 or 3000. There, there's a variation or two. It's mm-hmm. I'm around. I'm around. Look, look for the look for the boy talking about Power Rangers. Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> Can't miss this. Can't miss yeah. this. <laughs> we, with the broken smiles, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, but with that said, as always. May the the power power protect protect you. you.